dear podcast explorers, welcome to the Knoxville School and our exciting Tiger Talk podcast. Our podcast is all about amplifying the excellence happening right here every day at DNS. And we'll share some fantastic tips and tricks for school learning and making lots of new friends. Exactly. So put your listening ears on and get comfortable. And join us as we dive right into the excellence of the Knoxville School. Don't forget to subscribe and always remember, Tigers Together! Welcome to another edition of Tiger Talk. I'm Miss Parrott, one of our school librarians, and I'm here today with Mrs. Kroll and Mrs. Qualls. Mrs. Kroll is our eighth grade language arts teacher, and Mrs. Qualls is our instructional technology coordinator. Last year, Mrs. Kroll had the joy of teaching creative writing to seventh grade, and we're here today to do a bit of a dive into one of the really neat activities she did, true crime podcasts. Although it kind of wasn't true crime, it was more of a fictional crime, but modeled after a true crime podcast. So Ms. Mrs. Kroll, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and quick history as an educator? Um, so this is my third year, going into my third year of teaching. I did two years of, well, one and a half years of eighth grade language arts before coming to Noakesville and then seventh grade creative writing. And then this is going to be my third year with eighth grade language arts. So we I'm are excited. very happy to have you. Mrs. Qualls, how about you? What's your history? Oh, my history. So this will be year 25 in education. I was an ITC in Stafford County. I also opened Chris Young Elementary as the ITC, and I've taught third and fourth grades throughout those years. Wonderful. So Mrs. Kroll, podcasting, crime podcasting, where'd you get that crazy idea? So I started brainstorming for one of their very last assignments, and I had noticed something about podcasting while I was researching. And one of the weeks that we had our content meetings, I had brought it up and Andy or Dr. Jax actually mentioned the podcasting booth. And so it kind of just sparked from there. Um, I started off with just the basics of wanting to do a podcast and then started researching different types. And I was like, these kids are really interested and very kind of dark stuff, which is very interesting for this age group, but they really enjoyed like crimes and things like that. And so I was like, okay, we're going to focus on this because I feel like they're going to get more enjoyment out of this. So they, whenever I told them about it, they were very, very excited about it. And they were a little nervous about the podcast booth, but I think they enjoyed it a lot whenever we finally got started on it. And what was your, what was your in, kind of instructional process with them? Because I'm I'm guessing you didn't just turn them loose on day one and say, okay, go to town, write a true crime podcast. How'd you get them there? So we started off with um, getting them to write just a general story of what they wanted to talk about. So I gave them a graphic organizer that had them kind of like, almost like the hamburger method, like the beginning, middle, end for their story. So that way they could have something to work with. So they needed a background story to begin with. And then once they had that down, then they could go to actually writing out their scripts and pulling from that story to for what they wanted to talk about later. So that's kind of where we started at. And then two, whenever I gave them their guidelines, it had to be at least five minutes long. So they knew that minimum amount of time for the podcast. And then two, their content had to be PG. And I also read through their stuff before 
they came into the podcast booth. That way I knew what they were coming in with was appropriate, school appropriate, to say the least. Did students work as groups? Did they do individuals? How? What size were any groups that you had? So I kept their groups to two people per group. Sometimes if there was like an odd number, I would allow it for some people, but I think it was generally just two people. And if they wanted to work by themselves, they were given the option to work by themselves too. So they could work by themselves or partner up. Yes. So they had some collaboration mm-hmm. with a, a classmate. All right. Um, how would you gauge student response to the activity? I heard you had some requests from former students to continue this year or to do something similar. Is yes. that true? Yes. Whenever um, we finished all of it um, at the end of the year, I asked them what's like one assignment that they would like for me to continue doing with. This was before they knew that I was moving to eighth grade. But uh, with my next students, they said podcasts. Like, I think it was very unanimous. It was probably like 80% of the group was like, Podcast, podcast, podcast. So I can like, tell you, I've okay. heard the scuttlebutt as well. I've heard questions about where are we going to podcast again? Yep. So Mrs. Qualls, at what point did you get involved with the process? So fairly early, uh, Mrs. Kroll told me what she was doing and that if I would be willing to help out with the podcast piece of it once they were ready to go to record. And I happily agreed, even though I was coming in literally with zero experience podcasting. I said, well, let's go. So we did, and they came in, and we just kind of jumped right in. We had a couple learning curves, if you want me to jump into that. You know, we we didn't like the way we did it the first go-round. So I will not say that we wasted an entire day of recording. We just had to do some re-records. So we worked out a few glitches, uh, technically speaking, and um, ran with it from there. One of our school philosophies I think from the top down is, has been, you know, we don't have to start off perfect the way we do something, but if we can get things rolling, then we have a chance to perfect them. And it sounds like this project project was in line with that philosophy. Yes. We definitely did not start off perfect. At least I did not in the podcast studio, but we got, we got there. And I think the really fun and engaging piece for me, I know Ms. Kroll didn't get to see this piece of it because she was still up in the classroom and she would send me the groups down um, to record in our studio here. And the, the fun part for myself was first of all, watching the kids get the giggles out, you know, kind of like we did when we first came in here and put the headsets on and we start talking in the microphone and you hear your voice really up close and personal. They were like, Whoa, some of them were nervous and they wanted to laugh or they wanted to, you know, think they had to talk really loud or really soft. We had, we had the full gamut from super nervous to, this is cool. And I think I can make it my lifelong job type, type kiddos in here. So it was really fun to watch the different approaches from each group, each set of kids, um, each level of comfortableness, I guess you could say with hearing themselves and talking, but it was fun to watch them go from beginning to end. Um, and even the nervous ones, by the time everything was said and done that I think they wanted to do it again. So, I think ultimately overall, I would say 100% success rate of the kids enjoying hearing everything. Um, And then once we got everything recorded in here, we followed up in the classroom and got them started with just some very minimal editing because we didn't have a lot of time left in the school year um, in, in the schedule for the kids to really get into it. Some of them, of course, were coming from a bigger background of technology or just the comfortableness with it. And we're able to 
put in audio clips, try to put in some background sounds. And some people were just perfectly happy with kind of the, the raw footage, if you, if you will, of what we had. You mentioned the setup in the podcasting room and it really is a cool environment. I wish our listeners at home could see where we are it today. Definitely is cool. um, it's, it's a neat experience and it's so cool for middle school, middle level kids to be able to have this opportunity or, or even actually K K eight kids at our Absolutely. school this year. We'll see where we can go with it. Um, were there any projects and I'll, I'll open this up to either of you. Were there any projects that kind of stood out to you for one reason or another, any groups or you remember any topics, anything we would want to sample and share with our listeners today? Uh, yeah, there was a couple of different ones that whenever they came into the podcast booth, they had a recording ready to go along with what they were reading out from their scripts. So I felt that was like special effects. They brought special effects with them. Yes. yes. Oh, very yes. cool. I even told them too. I said, if you want an intro, like song to your stuff, make sure that you have it pulled up on your computer. That way you can just kind of like play it off and ready to go. And we had one group that had it kind of down to a, like a science, I guess, whenever they were coming in, they were, they did. They had like their own intro for like their commercial. Mm -hmm. And then, um, one of them had like a fake court case. I, I remember that one. And they had enlisted another student to record like they were a juror or they were someone in the court case. And they kind of had it, they had that recorded that they played in the podcast room while, while we were actually making the recording. So it sounded like it was kind of, you know, news off the street. <laughs> it was really, it was cool. Do you have any evidence as to why you are not guilty? I was not there. But you were caught hiding the evidence, which is to why you're here today, correct? Correct. I was missing with the evidence to make sure there was nothing suspicious about them. It was a chilly fall day in August. Low clouds loomed over the water. A group of American tourists were on vacation in Japan. Their destination was an active volcano on Aogashima Island, precisely a two and a half hour boat ride from the mainland. Those 10 people had no idea what they got themselves into. It was 4 11 20, totally Halloween night. A white van pulled up to Little Timmy, who was all alone. They took him, and he's been missing ever since. How do we know? We saw footage from a camera across the street. In New York, a serial killer appears, taking the lives of young girls around the city in various hotels. There are many suspects, but the detective cannot come to senses with who did it. Famous actor under the stage name Rose was the killer's most recent victim. In Manhattan, New York, there have been multiple murders in the last three months. Detective Dave has been put on the case. I felt kind of like I was the background information or behind the scenes is what I should say where they had a lot of where they came in and actually had everything ready to go and was recorded I got to see the behind the scenes with it and then I also got to hear the final product so it was kind of interesting where they pulled they were like Miss Kroll can I go see if the student will record this and then it would bring them in and I was like that's pretty cool just kind of watching them get creative and figure out what they wanted to do with their podcast because I I gave them the guidelines and then I just kind of let 
them kind of take control of what they wanted to do and see what they wanted to add in. It was so very interesting. A lot of student ownership yes. in a project like this, yes. where you've given the tools and they just build you an awesome house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think they saw where they could take, you know, I'm thinking back to even elementary, the, the simple basics of writing a story, right? Beginning, middle, end. They took that and just kind of, you know, upped it a few levels, you know, or, or as we like to say this year, they amplified it. So when they were anything they were writing, I, I can go back to early elementary teaching. And that's what we teach the kids. You got to have a beginning, middle and end to your story. So I think they really saw their stories come to life, what they did. And it wasn't just a piece, something they wrote down on a piece of paper, turned it in. The teacher, you know, gave a grade. It was turned in for ownership and, and, they, they kind of made it come alive. You know, they made it come alive in the podcast studio. And I think they saw that. And I think as soon as they heard that and they got in the studio and started recording, I think they're like, whoa. Or some of them were like, oh, I really need to add something here. Or I really meant for this person to say, you know, this. So I think as you read your own writing out loud, you know, and that's what we teach them when they're young, right? But they don't get it till they get it. So as they're reading their own writing out loud, they're like, oh, I should have added. Oh, I should have said. Oh, I should have done. So they were kind of even ad-libbing a little bit in here to just add those extra little amplified touches. I had subbed in for Mrs. Qualls a couple of recording sessions, and I remember seeing a few students who were making last-minute changes or additions and doing editing. And And I think it's a real great real-life application you know, yes. of those skills. Because even though it was about the podcast at that moment, it was really about their writing, right? Like yeah. they were really enhancing their writing. They were adding to their writing. They were making it better as they said. Cool. Any final thoughts on the process or any, any of the student work that we've listened to? Anything else you can think of before we wrap up our tiger talk? I would say Ms. Kroll and I uh, experienced the growing pains and we're ready to like run with it this year. Yeah. Last year was definitely a learning curve, um, figuring out how best to record and then also making sure the students were well prepared before they came down. Yes. So it was definitely a learning curve this year. So we learned just as much as the students did. Yes. yes. It'll be excellent to see how we can amplify that for this year. Absolutely. We're ready. Thank you both. Yep. Thank you, Ms. Parrott.